0: minute nine i'm richard i'm brian and this is the i love you three thousand minutes podcast the podcast where we time travel back Endgame style and make our way to the present day one slow minute at a time now we're on minute nine of iron man one and richard my first question is a question i should have asked in the last minute what car is he getting in what is that
1: uh I wanna say that's a Rolls Royce, but I don't know. It's some fancy
0: exotic car not very common. It's a fancy boy car. Alright.
1: My guess would be Bentley or Rolls Royce. I don't really know. Good guesses.
0: Well, I mean as much as I can say, and I know way less about cars. But what what happened in this with in this two shot? In this going right, right, left, oh. right left right, left right, left right. What happened? Well, at the
1: very beginning, uh, between the last minute and this current minute, his tone immediately shifts because he senses he's about to get attacked. He's like, let me guess, Berkeley? He's like, some stupid college brat, you know, thinks they know about the world and that they can save it, and blah, blah, blah. Let me take my MIT clout and show your Berkeley butt! He wants to see her Berkeley
0: butt. (laughs) I was just censoring myself (laughs) from saying ASS. Oh, okay. But you... You took it into a place. Clever. I like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, uh, they have an exchange. She makes it clear, if it wasn't clear before already, that he might be profiting off of the war. War profiteering, uh, yeah. Selling weapons. He's saying it's essential. We're going to need it. The world needs protection. He helps. He provides a bigger sticks. She's like, do you ever lose an hour of sleep? well, maybe she may lose an hour of sleep because if she has any contempt for this man, she's like, oh, I slept with him. <laughs>
0: um... But, you know, it's, uh... He gets into his father's philosophy pieces, being the guy with the bigger stick. Um... She she, she calls him and is like, do you uh, rehearse that in front of the mirror? And he says, uh... He wants to show her firsthand later, but uh, she she gets through to him, uh-huh. kind of, by saying, "I just want a serious answer." And he's he says his father's philosophy, and she calls him out again, which is a great line coming from the guy selling the sticks. And he he lists his dad's accomplishments. He says that he worked on the Manhattan Project. Which is good, because you were saying that with the atom bomb, right? Yep. And a lot of people, including your professors at Brown, would call that being a hero. Uh, but war profiteering. But then, when he, he stops looking at the world through rose-tinted glasses, mm-hmm. takes him off, and he talks about their other stuff, which I just see as PR stunts, like the arc Reactor that we'll find out later. <laughs> Millions in advancing medical technology with IntelliCrops. And then... Uh, he talks down to her a little more by calling her honey. Military funding, honey. mm hmm. And then the flirting. There was something I wanted to say, but I think I missed it. Oh, he said he helped defeat the Nazis. He didn't say he helped defeat Hydra. You're missing some details, forgetting some details, old boy. Not important for this movie, I guess. Well, they definitely didn't have the plan of... Captain America's whole history probably Mm -hmm. but we also see there's some flashes people are taking photos they see fancy boy Mr. Stark out there got some paparazzi Mm mhm probably very accurate to his current life well guaranteed and then we get a nice music cue dun 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 kind of Bond-esque i Mm -hmm. I'd say and uh some enthusiastic mackin mm mhm but really, this whole minute has been three shots: his, his shot over the sh- her shoulder, her shot over his shoulder, and oh, look at that bed! Look at that bed! Look at those panties! Yeah, but uh, what do you what do you think? How much of that do you think for him at that point of his life, genuine or PR?
1: Oh, for that character at that point of his life. Saying uh, like
0: why don't you report on the millions anyone, of lives we've both saved to him in telecrops? To him using his
1: PR is part of his life. So it's both, you know, he's
0: But I mean do you th- think he think believes
1: if, in it. What he's saying he believes in. Okay, you know, that's what I think. So
0: Yeah, for me personally, especially with him saying I'd be out of a job with Peace, I think he's just for re- he has rehearsed rehearsed that. Even from the beginning, like, or even further with the Intellicrops, like, if they start hammering you, then you talk about our humanitarian efforts mm-hmm. to distract from the fact that we are in the business of death. Yeah. Just, we're uh, we're iron mongers, as they say it later.
1: Just two sides of the same cube. I mean same coin i know but it's the same it's just two sides you know i know there's other sides to the cube but it's just a complicated matter he's resolved it in his mind that's how he resolves it
0: i got you so is this something deep down he did these things for the right reasons or has he He, convinced himself that he's done he
1: justifies himself gotcha he's like no we're good we do all this other good stuff
0: it's like in Captain America Civil War, where he says, uh, giving the money to the MIT kids eases his conscience. Mm. Even, even when he becomes a more holistic man. All right, but anything else you want to say about this minute? It was a pretty mm. quick and witty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, explains more about his beliefs, uh, or how he justifies what he does, um, how he defends himself to the world, uh, to the ethical side of, uh what he might
0: be doing wrong. And he maxed on a reporter. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how his dialogue scenes... Like, everything else has kind of been, like, drawing the outline in a coloring book mm-hmm. of what he looks like. Mm-hmm. But his quippy dialogue scenes feel to me like coloring in that picture. Mm-hmm. We're getting... Like, we've gotten the outline of he's the prodigy and blah, blah, And then 21, he took over the company. And it's just the... Black strokes making the outline, but now we've got the crayons out. And every time he speaks and gets really quippy, we see more of his character. Mm-hmm. That's a really good analogy. Thank you. I made a really good analogy about my fart while we were off camera in between this minute and the last one. I'm proud of myself tonight. <laughs> I think I said it. I made another analogy earlier that I don't remember, but probably just as cringy as that one. Proud isn't the right word. Disappointed. Proud. (laughs) Disappointed.
1: (laughs) I'm Richard. (laughs) I'm Brian.
0: You've got an army. We have a podcast. I'm not reading off a teleprompter. That was a napkin. That's why I froze there. I just wanted that awkward and I could feel like you'd have some line. Bye.